This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <laughs> Wait, what's the new normal? The, the food show is not the, uh, the um, what did you say? How'd you say that? Don't worry about it. New normal. Two six zero six three six eight. Help us. Yeah, That's here we are. Thing. Help us. Well, uh, where are we? Let's see. We were in the middle of talking about uh, poor boys coming out of uh, the I was going to mention coast. that tonight yeah. at 5 o'clock yeah. at Superior Grill. Where's that? On the corner of St. Charles and Napoleon, I want to say. St. Charles or and Napoleon. Is, it, that, is, is that it Louisiana where, or? That's where parades turn, right there. That okay, so that spot. would be Napoleon. Then. Okay, okay yeah. so Napoleon and St. Charles is where you will find Superior Grill. And Superior Grill is the uh, venue tonight for a fundraiser for coastal restoration which is part of the oyster festival it's like the kickoff to the oyster festival no which, kidding. which doesn't technically happen until may but this is oh, their little so. premiere party wonderful and it's called it oysters for the number four oysters for the coast mm-hmm. it's from five to nine tonight at the superior seafood mm-hmm they are opening up their balcony, which they'll have open for Mardi Gras. Yeah. And you can get for $44 four wines, four beers, and four kinds of oysters. I hope there's a lot of oysters yeah, to mop up oysters, all that beer yeah. and wine. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. for $44, and uh, that is for, um, for a good cause. So if you would like mm-hmm. to go eat a lot of oysters and apparently have a lot to drink, Tonight, Oysters for the Coast at Superior Seafood from 5 to 9. Okay. Well, now we're getting moving here because we usually wouldn't hear about that until seconds before it's about ready to start happening. If you want to get more information, you can go to Mm nolaoysterfest.org. That's tonight. This means also that the beginning of the outdoor cooking Things just get started now. It's uh, Tom. Yeah. You have here that people you would like to have dinner with in your almanac. Jerry Springer yeah. would be the one. Why is that? I said that. <laughs> yeah. Today is the birthday of television and radio talk show host Jerry Springer. I have I, a feeling know, he's not as wild in person. I don't even as he know is who on he the is. Air, but it would be interesting to see who, who comes is, up to the table. Who is he? Jerry Springer was famous in the '80s and early '90s for his talk show where actually he's an attorney by trade and wound up Oh, glad they served that. Is he the mayor of Cleveland now? No. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So Okay, so he was the mayor before he did the talk show? Uh yes, as a matter of fact, okay. he was the mayor of Cleveland okay. before he did the talk show and uh, hired people to keep people apart. Yeah. <laughs> It was sort of like the dregs of humanity 
uh, on the Jerry Springer show, and it was, uh, you know what I find a lot of reality television to be? If you were to imagine the Middle Ages or even the 19th century where you would go to like a circus freak show or something, that's what reality TV is. And certainly the Jerry Springer mm-hmm. show. It was a low but class. Jerry... It was a low, low class. Do we doctor. have to? It's a low class Dr. Phil is what it was. <laughs> Do we do we really have to I think about seen this Dr. kind of stuff? Phil or Jerry Springer ever? I'm proud to say so. I don't know, but I just know that. What was that other one? The um, the one who's married to Connie, uh, the the who, who used to be like a reputable news anchor. But anyway, um, I'm trying to think of his name. But oh well, this is all the same thing. So. Thank you. So I don't know why in the – what was her husband's name? What's her husband's name? Morty? Marty? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> May I uh, – I, I don't, I don't want to – I can't imagine why you'd want to have dinner with any of these people, I, I Tom. Don't, I don't know uh, why I'm, I'm pushing this through. How you lost control of the but show. I, was, uh, you know, I, I would really like to get back into the food situation, <laughs> which is what we are here to do. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, every now and then. Anyway, call us and uh, make it different. Two six zero six three. You've got something. What is it? Yes, it's a quote. Tell me. In your almanac today, from the former manager of Delmonico's in New York, and it mm-hmm. is very long ago. Quote: Fish should sh- should smell like the tide. Once they smell like fish, it's too late. End quote. Uh huh. And that's good advice even to this day. I think that's great advice, actually. Yeah. It's really good advice. Anyway, back to Peter Scolfani, because I wasn't finished talking about him. Mm -hmm. So the Scolfani family, most people will recall if they've been around for a while, was sort of um, Italian, Sicilian-Italian food central Uh in New Orleans in the 60s. Quite true. For sure. And the 70s. Yep. And then they started kind of going their separate ways in the 80s. I don't know when that building on Causeway was torn down, but I distinctly remember, like I can even see it in my mind's eye, this was a place where brides of my sister's era, so brides who would have been married in like 1965, this was the hot place to have your wedding reception. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Sclafani's, and I don't know how many generations back it goes, but I want to have him and his father come in and just talk about their history in the city and Italian food. Yeah, first of all, it didn't start at that uh, building over on Causeway Boulevard. It started, believe it or not, on Palmyra Street at White, I think was the cross street, uh, in mid-city. And what was it called? Sclafani's. It was, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they were there for a while, and then they migrated over to uh, where it is. The Metairie uh, location? The Metairie location uh-huh. was next. And uh, they were there for quite a while. But then uh, the next generation that came up, they were getting into professional, how to teach people to... Uh, yeah, cooking school. Cooking school. They uh-huh. uh, were into the catering business a lot, particularly in New Orleans East. They had a couple of buildings there uh, that had a lot of uh, big, big trees. And uh, so they, they did a lot of catering out there. And then uh, one of them became the uh, manager of a restaurant called, oh, if I were at my home, I would look at it on the door. 
uh, but it was um, the flambeau room. The flambeau room. That's it. Exactly right. The flambeau room, uh, which was a full-fledged uh, table gourmet cloth, restaurant, wasn't gourmet it? restaurant with uh, waiters and waitresses, and that's the place where I wrote the very first restaurant review I, of my life. And I got to know uh, the Sclafani's very well over the years. They're they're very nice people. They're all kind of focused in on uh, Baton Rouge in recent years. But, uh, well, Peter, he's, just Peter, he's, but I don't he's, know about his father. Out. I don't know about his father. <clears throat> but, but we ran into Peter, who used to be part of Rufino's. He was one of yeah, the two partners one of, of the founders, The founders of it. And he then uh, sold his interest in it and is now out of it and has That's a right. couple of interests in Baton Rouge. So mm. he's in Baton Rouge and staying in Baton Rouge, and I was – curious since he was out of Rufino's if that was the case like where was he so I was really excited to see him last night but they said that they're in Baton Rouge permanently and I still would like to get him and his father oh let's do please let's talk about they're 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 good uh, there's decades of business in the Italian food world in this city I mean Mm -hmm. they just are sort of staples of that Italian food world. Yeah, and your fingertips will get a few scalpels. I mean, we saw Tori yeah. McPhail yeah. last night, yeah. he and was I didn't on even the, recognize, he was on him. recognize him. He was out of his his chef whites. I've never seen Tori McPhail <laughs> when he wasn't in his chef whites. That's a unique idea. And, uh, and he was wearing just like regular people clothes. And I, I really mm-hmm. I, I really had to look at him twice before I recognized him. <laughs> no, he was running the show uh, pretty much yesterday. It was, uh, it was pretty wild to see him um, as like a, a uh, lay person. Mm. Anyway, there was a lot of people there, a lot, a lot of people that were and have been in the business for a very long time. And I don't know if that is the last kind of gathering of that kind for a while, but it was uh, it was fun. There were two in a row, and it was it was definitely a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wish nice that people. we had uh, I wish that we had experienced a little bit more of the menu, but uh, but it was it was kind of a lengthy thing, and I know you were ready to go. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are talking about whatever it is that you would like to talk about. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. If you have some deep revelation about your plans that you mm-hmm. think would be very cool to tell us about, we would love to hear that. You know, uh, uh, somebody must know this. I, I can never seem to have a calendar in the same room that I'm in. It's February 14th. Oh, okay. So it's not <laughs> February 13th, which would have been. Well, today is February 13th, but tomorrow but is not... February 14th, Valentine's Day, as it always has been for centuries. But what I'm trying to say here is we don't have uh, the uh, the Friday the 13th tomorrow. No, nope, it's no. Friday the 14th Friday tomorrow. Friday. So it's 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 out of our way. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, does anybody ever have <laughs> this to worry year. about it? Actually, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, uh, I'll tell you the one the, the one person who <laughs> who really did, and that was uh, uh, in the the uh, comic strip. Yeah. Uh, that was in there, the the one everybody knows. Uh, that's uh, that's always been in there. Uh, Gasoline Alley. No, no, <laughs> I don't no. Know anything about no, comic uh, strip? Uh, you know Charlie and uh, 
and Lucy. Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown, yes. Oh, I see. What, yeah. was he worried excessively about uh, Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th, yeah. Ah. He, he had a couple of his friends who uh, felt the same way. and they, uh, they Really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good shtick. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, if you, uh, it's isn't. a good thing. Mm. It's yeah. a good thing, then, for those people who have a thing about Friday the 13th that this You're okay. year... That this year, Friday the 13th and Valentine's Day do not overlap. Yeah, that's true. Well, I tell you what, the, that is unlucky, but it was also unlucky for restaurateurs for Friday the 14th to be a Friday because usually um, Valentine's Busy. Day is a great day yeah. for extra business, and Friday is already one of the busiest days of the week. I- for restaurants, so it's kind of like they don't yeah. get that extra boost of the week I, I, there was for it a, to be on another day. You know, about two or three or four years ago, uh, that happened, that everything converged on the same day, and all of them were Friday the 13th, and it just murdered the restaurant business. Everybody went down, down, down. Uh, and especially, the oddly enough, the kitchens of the restaurants were freaking out because – they didn't know what to do generally. They didn't know how much, how much. Oh, to prepare go- for who was going to be coming out. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, I, but fortunately. Well, it seems like it seems like an excessive thing to not go out on Friday the thirteenth if it's Valentine's Day because it's Friday the thirteenth, or to not go out on Friday the thirteenth regardless of what other holiday it might be, just uh-huh. to not go out then. Hmm. Anyway, we're getting silly here. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL. 105.3 FM HD2. Oh, boy, what an active show we have had today. We've been jumping. This is the food show. It's a simple concept. We talk about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, cocktails. If it's good to eat, you really ought to call us, not so much because you have to give us anything. We're not expecting a whole lot from you, and uh, we don't think you're expecting much from us either. <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> but um, anyway, we've got all of this, and you hear these opinions and also information on dishes and locations that you might not have known about before. So call us, and we'll share what we know, and you can share with a ba 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 boop and then uh, here we are, 260-6368 is our number. If you've never called a radio sh- a talk show before, don't worry about it. It doesn't uh, mean anything. You just uh, come on in. We're going to treat you as well as we would treat somebody who wanted a glass of iced tea. You know, it's, that's about where we're at. Do you necessarily to, treat people who want a glass of iced tea well mm, or not well? Because I know um, you have a thing about... About what? Iced tea drinkers in restaurants, you feel like they get lesser service. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <clears throat> if you order, a re- if you're in a restaurant and on the third course, no, not on the third, let's just pick one dish, or the whole event, actually, uh, and you place an order uh, for, you know, it can even be you know, pretty good, nice stuff. And if it is served with wine or with a cocktail, you will not get service as good as what you would have if you hadn't gotten that way. What you mean is if you have iced tea if and you, have you didn't tea. have wine, you'll get lesser service yeah. than if you did have wine. That's right. Well, um, I don't know what to say about that. If you're not a drinker, yeah. Um, then you 
shouldn't have to drink in order to get good service. Well, you don't have to, but it will impact what you are going to get. So if your idea is to get the very best dining, uh, best everything that you can, uh, don't drink iced tea or water. Uh, you know, obviously, if you have some kind of pro- uh, problem, uh, as we all have a way of doing, uh, but you, you, you really don't. It's, I've watched this for years and years. And it, it's not heinous, and it's not. Well, I think it's just, good to go with someone who is drinking. Like well, I'm always you. with you, and you're drinking. That's so true. yesterday I went to lunch, and I was with someone who got a drink. So I don't know if there is one person who's not drinking and one person who is drinking. If the one who is drinking elevates the stature of the one who isn't drinking mm-hmm. to allow them to get better service. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> oh, some it, waiter call us. If the diner is still there, uh-huh. then uh, you got something. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a uh, place, Fogo de Chão, yesterday. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah? How'd you like that? Did you well, forget I always, enough I to always eat? love it. But you know what? Their iced tea is $7 oh. a glass. Yep. This, and, and the funny thing is that the most profitable part of a, uh, a restaurant's uh, menu is iced tea water, and just these things that don't have a lot of value to them, because... Uh, yeah, if you think about a tea bag, what is it, 10 cents? Not, not the, virtually nothing. Yeah, I mean, so to charge $7 a glass for tea blows my mind. But if you charge for a second go-round, and you charge extra for that, you will die. Well, probably not As die, you should, it, it, because it's... Ten cents maximum for yeah. a tea bag. It's uh, ridiculous. And water it? is free, so it seems to me that two fifty or three dollars a glass seems fine. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think you need to be particularly greedy no. in that regard. No, you don't. Now, a place like like Fogo, where the price point is pretty high, you know, you go there, and even if you're getting uh, the the lunch version of it it's still $37 and I mean it is a it is premium everything and it is all you can eat but nevertheless when you you feel compelled when you go to a buffet do you feel compelled to eat more just because you've already spent the money Mm, and you feel like gosh I can't leave without eating all I can yeah yeah you do I mean like yesterday I didn't fall into that I didn't succumb to that temptation because I wasn't hungry, and I knew I was going to that dinner later. So I just had one plate of salad, and I had um, the the bean stew. And I did go back for another uh, hit of the bean stew. But I, I just feel like if I'm going to go to a buffet, and I'm going to pay a certain amount of money, there's this, there's this propensity to get my money's worth and so i wind up eating more than i otherwise would well there you go absolutely true that's That's one of the reasons that i don't go to lake house every sunday because i would go to lake house every sunday because i love it there and especially on a beautiful day and the buffet is gorgeous and it's like being at someone's glamorous wedding but it's 33 dollars and i might that's lofty well, it's not really, but but you feel compelled to eat more then. And I and I don't I usually don't I usually don't eat more. So I'll I'll go and get like, you know, breakfast essentially. I'll get an omelet and I'll get 
uh, some potatoes, and that's it, really. But I feel like I should get more than that because mm-hmm. I'm already paying the $33. Does anybody yeah. else feel that way if you go a to a buffet? A lot of people feel that way. Do you feel compelled to eat more just because you've already paid that price? Yes. But uh, if, if you disagree, call us and tell us why you have that feeling. I mean, that's why that's why I when I went to Fogo and I get the salad, it's only $15. And you would buy a salad for $15 anywhere. So the difference in this salad and that salad is that you get to choose what you want on the salad. Mm-hmm. But a $15 salad is sort of the norm. So I didn't feel compelled to go crazy and eat a lot more at lunch yesterday. But then you get the $7 iced tea and you go, wow, that's pretty yeah. hefty. So I guess that's the way they make up for it. I don't know. I suppose so. But anyway, I just but don't, see, I don't see any reason to charge $7 for an iced tea, no matter what. It's not common, it should be said. Well, I'll tell you what. But in, it, it, uh, do, it, you do run into it. There are places where if you order an iced tea and it is not mentioned to you, and it should be mentioned to you, in New York City, for example, if you order an iced tea they and you, you no no they give it to you and then when you ask for a refill they give it to you and then they charge you a new price every single time they refill the glass so if you're not aware of it like i remember going to uh and i think it was a danny meyer restaurant cuz he's got a bunch of them we went to this place in Union Square, and we all had iced tea, and we all kept getting it refilled. And the iced teas alone were thirty dollars, mm. and that was and and it was just like a shock to realize that whoa, wait, you charge every single time for this. So you know, it's worth it if you're going to a place like that to at least be aware of that. Now I'm not certain of that if I'm someplace else other than here. I know in Los Angeles, they fill it for nothing. You know, it's like you get free refills or like a bottomless tea, if you want to call it that. Yeah, every every you know, part of the world, it changes, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, 260-6368, as usual, we're talking about nothing much at all. If you would like to join us kidding? in our chatter, this has been one of our better shows. give us a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's much to say about everything. So mm-hmm. if you are doing Valentine's mm-hmm. tomorrow in some special fashion and would like to let us in on your secret or maybe give some suggestions of something cool to do for Valentine's Day, I think that would be great if you would like mm-hmm. to do that. I know Gregory no, called once. Wait, does this mean that being a, obviously a female? Yeah. I, I think it, you sound like you are. Um. <laughs> But, but, uh, incoming. Go ahead. What? Um, maybe we ought to do some lists of how much everything costs and see if it balances out that way. Nah, forget it. (laughs) That sounds, um, that sounds profoundly boring, Tom. Well, I remember uh, Gregory calling here once and talking about a picnic that he had with a former girlfriend or a mm-hmm. sometime girlfriend, I'm not sure. But it was, it was hogshead one, yeah. cheese. Hoghead cheese. And crackers yeah. at the park. Mm-hmm. And that sounded impossibly romantic to me. Mm, no, I don't think it was. But really. really and truly, it goes back to the same thing that I got out of the Alex Hits book. Oh, no, not the Alex Hits book, but the, uh, the angry blogger book where it's uh, about 
the person that you're with, that you're consuming the meal with, or the company with whom you are consuming this meal, rather than the meal, and that many a meal has been soiled by bad company, and many a meal well. has been improved upon by good company. And I think that applies absolutely across the board, but especially for something like Valentine's Day. Okay, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's nice to be here with the Food Show coming at you from every direction you can imagine. Our number is 260-6368. As one and, in the trenches, that mm, ain't no joke. <laughs> let's see, where are we uh, at this point? I think Anywhere? nowhere is the answer. Mm -hmm. I, think, uh, I think nowhere. It's going to be a chilly night tonight. We know that. That's worthy. We of, do know that. Yeah. To, to, have you felt it out there? It's pretty cold. But that's okay. We're not far away from the end of uh, winter. And uh, there are other things to talk about, and plenty of them. Yeah. Uh, and the, got... the festival season is upon us. Yes, it is. And uh, plenty of that coming down. Well, and... I think the, the first thing out of the box is the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, which I think starts in March now. Yeah, it seems uh, they're, they're they changing change it around the date a lot. again. They, they change it around a lot. This is a little more than usual uh, from what I've seen. So. Well, they've just changed it completely, mm. and they just well, moved it be. way up the line. And uh, and I don't know why, but they seem to have settled that that's where they'd like to be. Anyway, uh, we are going to take uh, another break, uh, and when we come back, we'd like to chat a little bit more with you. Yeah, so give us it. a call, 260-6368. You're you. listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hello there. Welcome back. You are on the food show, an unusual, but as a matter of fact, that doesn't capture it. A unique organization <laughs> Let's see if Doug wants to sitting down, it. <laughs> and we talk about food, we talk about restaurants and cooking. And I tell you, go really look around the nation, any place you can find in the United States, and ask people: Do you have a radio show that talks about restaurants and how to cook and all that? You will not find one. I've every bit of traveling I've done and made. Uh, looking for such places, of course, I was doing other things, too. Uh, I always ask that question. The answer is always, what? Huh? No, they don't know about it. And it's something uh, that, hey, we'll just continue uh, doing the, uh, being the being the only of their kinds uh, right over here in New Orleans. New Orleans, America's best eating city. And with all of that ability and all of that uh fun and interesting uh, information and all that here we are really waiting to hear can from I you can i step in with something really oh take over really please do <laughs> something really uh lowbrow did anyone go to the red beans and rice eating contest last I hope week not. Sponsored by Blue Runner Beans. Doug, are oh. you saying something? No. Okay. I would like a report from that because I think the famous, mm -hmm. the famous speed eater guy was here, and uh, I wonder if anyone uh, went to that and what actually I don't know. happens uh, at something I, like that. I haven't heard that before, but uh... yeah, last week there was a. Not speed eating, but it was a red beans and rice eating contest 
which drew people who actually do that for a living. Who would want to? You know, I know that's really kind of repulsive and dangerous, I would think, to eat like that. But they that's how they make their living. They go around and do things like that. Anyway, that guy, whoever he is was here, and they had the eating contest, and I was wondering if anyone had gone to that. His That's name is Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, thank Joey you. Chestnut. Did, did you know anything about it? Did you, go, you didn't go, did you, Doug? That doesn't no, seem Joey, like something. Joey is not a close friend, but he did oh, uh, eat 40 bowls of red beans and rice. 40? 40 wow. bowls. That is so disgusting. I'm sorry. That is just disgusting. Why is it disgusting? I He's wonder. Not I wonder how much money he made doing that. I wonder. I mean, do they do they get money, Doug? Do you know if they actually get money just for showing up? Obviously not. I, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it's mm. it's a bizarre. It's a Gregory bizarre existence, us. I think. Gregory, come on in. <laughs> hey, hello, kids. How are you? Hello, Marianne. Kids, I think that's great. Thank you, Doug. We, uh, uh, Gregory. We've been thinking about, uh, wondering about you. There, so, yeah. uh, well, I heard my I name. I was talking about him, that. actually. Yeah, huh? that was. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. It's very kind of you to remember that story. But it just—it wasn't just hogshead cheese, you know. It was um, also um, that was from Terranovas, and then the, um, the and there was a couple of bottles of wine involved. But what what we really not besides the hogshead cheese, which Terranovas makes excellent, by the way, it's a wonderful little grocery. It is the best. Uh, we got um. It was the tarragon chicken salad on croissants from, uh, at that time, Whole Foods was across the street from Terranova's. It's not there anymore. Now it's Canseco's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a bottle of red involved and a bottle of champagne involved and some fruit and a little bit of cheese. And it was a wonderful day. It was a wonderful yeah, day. Yeah, that's a great, great idea. Sure. It, it, wasn't so, it wasn't so overcast and cold, but, but we went on the big lake in City Park. Which is only yeah. hop, skip, and jump away, you know. And uh, it was a beautiful yeah. setting, and I thought it was the. I I do really miss that one. That her name was Elizabeth, and she got away from me. She used to go to a lot of outings with me, and uh, but she got transferred. She worked for Lord and Taylor, and she got transferred to New York. And mm. Greg Brown's not leaving New Orleans. I'm tall, I'm telling you, I'm mm-hmm. just not leaving New Orleans. So it was a long distance romance for a, for a very long time, and you know I traveled up there. She came down here and all that stuff, but. It just it kind of but in the out. end they but, never work. No, huh? no, you know I'm just not. You know, I mean, if it, it if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. But that's still my favorite Valentine's Day of of all time, and I really appreciate you remembering a little bit of my story anyway. I thought it was a charming romantic story. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a that's a great setting for Valentine's Day. I I hope somebody takes my idea and goes there tomorrow to City Park. Hopefully, the weather's going to be sunny. It won't be so. Well, it doesn't have to be City Park. It could be any place. It could be out on the uh, on the levee. You know, it could be any place. It could be at the Bonneville Boat Launch. You're absolutely right. right. They even have tables out there now. So it's all about who you're with. That's for sure. But there's something about the setting and that part of uh, the city that I just truly love. I just love mm-hmm. that end of Esplanade that goes right into the park. I just think that, I think it's a jewel. It's a jewel, and uh, I think more people should appreciate it. And it's great yes. for romance. <laughs> it is. It is. Ooh. Do you have any Ooh. special plans for tomorrow, Greg? Oh no, I, I haven't. I haven't the Valentine this year, but I'm working on one for next year. So. Mm. <laughs> I'm stag. No, no. Ever big plans, hopeful. Uh, 
Well, yeah. they have, you know, they have these Galentine's things for girls, but they don't have anything for guys. Yeah. What's up with of course, that? it would be really, really kind of embarrassing if guys did that. I just wonder where you're going to take Tom or vice versa tomorrow. I wonder. I wonder. She's not going to tape Tom anywhere. <laughs> that was the joke, son. That was a joke. Thank you. Hey, what do you think I'm here for? To come up with lame jokes? No, I'm here no, for. No, no, well, those no. two. Okay, sure. all right. I'll admit that. No, I'm sure whatever you guys do, it'll be romantical. You know, whatever. I mean, Wait, what do we do for romance? Be... We don't do anything for romance. No, I said whatever you end up doing will probably be romantical. Sorry, I cut out a bit on you. <laughs> yes, we don't. We don't. Uh, false you could just would pet be the panting dog, and you know that would be romantical for you two over there in the Cool Water Ranch, I suppose. The panting dog has been thrown out. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear anything. He was here for some reason, panting the entire first hour, and I threw him out. Huh. He's a fine animal. He's, He's a very fine lucky animal. To have you guys. He is. He's He's a handsome brute. <laughs> He is not well, my he's, Valentine. He's lucky to have his humans, that's for sure. Boy, yeah, what is. leftovers yes. he must get, I'm telling you. It is true, yes. <laughs> anyway, what All else right, you got, then, Gregory? Let's see. Um, you guys went to that thing last night. Um, you got to see Tori, our old friend, and he was dressed up in a suit, or he was just wearing regular clothes or what? No, no just like regular jacket and cords or something. Boy, that must have been fun. I mean, that was... I was slated to go, but I, you know, plans are plans are what they are. But I, I talked to some there of were my a lot friends. M- they, there were a lot more pen, uh, people there than I expected. And uh, right, um, that's exactly what my friend said. Man, you lot- really missed a good one this time. I said, my friend said I missed a good one this time, Gregory, because there was a lot of our old friends there. You know, you know, talking to me because you know we know a lot of mutual people that are in the business and hospitality business in particular. So. I'm just, there were a I lot of glad. people there, yes. I was just glad to hear y'all's report about it. Sound, it yes. sounded terrific, you know? Well, there's always it was a time. very nice event. Okay. Well, there it was. Okay. All right, all right and, you guys. Uh, and so we can all stay uh, ease at, at easy <laughs> and to know that the, the scene around New Orleans, uh, the America's best eating uh, city, will continue Absolutely. to make you happy every day. I mean, think about this. Just once a day, think of, about how nice your life is because uh, your life con- uh, uh, is involved with things like oysters and uh, uh, poor yeah. boy sandwiches and, and all the rest of it. And join us and tell us about it. Uh, before you get a chance to do that again, we'll give you another chance in a few minutes. But uh, let's see, who's on hold, did you say? All right, you guys. Bye, bye, Gregory. Sal is here. Sal, thank you for waiting. Come on in. Oh, you're very welcome. It's worth it. And thank you for taking my call. Thank you Uh, very much. I was just curious, on what fronts and what reasons do you have for having such an aversion to the red bean eating contest? Because I have it myself, and I was just curious of what yours was as to why I think it's just abhorrent <laughs> uh because it's just gross i mean it's like that's so okay. much of an aberration i i yeah, just I am agree. i marvel I at it and, and it, it's i don't funny know because my wife and my wife and i have talked about it because we watch 
and we don't watch a lot of TV, but occasionally we'll see something that's on or see a news blurb about an eating contest, whatever it may be, hot dogs, hamburgers. And all yeah, this. some of them are truly ridiculous. I, I remember and there was this Chinese lady well, who came every year. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah. Woo. Not me, boy. And, uh, okay, Sal, go ahead. Continue. So, on, on, so one of the things was the fact that, of course, if you're giving me a choice, I will take quality over quantity any day, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And I don't mean to get on a moral high horse because Lord knows I enjoy indulging in the pleasures of cuisine and drinking and festivities, Mardi Gras, and all of the celebrations of life on occasion, but just the sheer gluttony and the waste of food that could be prepared to the hungry people that are in the world. It's just something that just turns, literally and figuratively, turns my stomach when I watch these, these eating contests. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, share, well, just, I share, just don't go. Your, that's that's the easy thing. Well, just t- say no. Don't go. Exactly. Well, of course we don't go, but to, to know that those things are going on when such, you know, causes could be met, like hogs for the well, cause. Well, this might make it's you feel better. The event last eating. night, Sal, was yeah. about alleviating those kinds of food wastes. That's awesome. That is wonderful. Yeah, so um, that was one of the causes of this foundation. There were others, but that was one of the big ones. Yeah, and Hogs for the Cause, that's another one. You know, it's about feeding people, not about seeing how much one individual can eat. You know, and it and those and the money they raise goes to wonderful things. And anyway, on a lighter note, Valentine's Day. Yes, yes. here it is. It's coming. I I am married to one of the most practical, pragmatic, frugal women that has walked the face of the earth, and she refuses to allow me to do anything commercial for her on Valentine's Day. Because she said all it is is triple the price flowers, double the price cards, and prefixed menus that are just almost like an assembly line in most of the restaurants, and the service is going to suffer because so many people go out. And she refers to it as amateur night in the restaurant scene. So... What she likes me to do is cook for her and make something for her, do something for her. And I feel like one of the most blessed men in the world because of this person in my life. And to top it all off, she told her boss the other day when he asked, what is Sal doing for you for Valentine's Day? She said, excuse me? That man makes every day of my life Valentine's Day, which made me so proud and so happy that she feels fulfilled in the love that I give her 365 days a year. That's lovely. Valentine's Day to my love. That's perfect. Boy, I wish I would say something that would accuse, (laughs) would would fool somebody, because all I can do is to just fake it myself. No, that's that's uh, that's lovely. You know something, I, I every year we get to this time of the year, and I have uh, in my hand here uh, something that must be addressed. Uh, here, just in no particular order, 
this is what I get in a very short period of time. In Valentine's Day, that's the 14th, right? Right. right? Okay. Right. Uh, then we have uh, Tom and Marianne. That gives us all of one. Uh, yeah. As a, uh, to um, and uh, we our our uh, day, by the way, uh, is yesterday. Uh, the eleventh. Uh, the eleventh. So uh, so we have Valentine's. We have my wife and I. Uh, they our. Uh, and your birthday. Uh, so we have and three and events in one and a half weeks. And then weeks. the yeah. anniversary. February, and then we're not. We're still not finished though. Uh, there's yeah. there's me. And I get a special birthday because I was born on Mardi Gras. Yeah. That's all. So, That's now all. how do you, uh, how can you look at that and say, oh, gosh, what do I, I better invite six or seven people to help take care of this, Mom. Yeah. You got you you to count that. All right. Thank you for calling, Sal. You're welcome. Thank you all for taking my call. Have a great Happy evening. Happy Valentine's Day. Good job. All right. Let's go to the, is it, who's it, Stephen? Stephen. Yes. Hey. My child number is 38, and I could have gotten a lower number, but I collect 1938 Cadillacs. I have two of them, so uh, that's why I selected 38. The child numbers are coming back as soon as we get all the bugs worked out of the new system. So Okay, well, put me down for 38. All right. That's not your whole list, is it, Stephen? No, no. Uh, I had crab cakes today. Good. Uh, and uh, there's a, there's a they, joke in here somewhere, but I, I'm th- just going to back away from it. Okay. Where, Stephen? Uh, at Fran- Ch- Francesca's. Were they great? They were tasty. There were three of them the size of a uh, restaurant hamburger, so they were they were they were six or eight ounces. Wow. But there wasn't much meat, there wasn't much crab meat. And I realized that lump crab meat is $34 a pound. So, yeah. Yeah. and at $14 for three of them, yeah. you know, I. And, and for those, for them to be that size, I wouldn't expect a yeah. lot of crab meat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were tasty. Uh-huh. Were they um, deep so, fried? Um, yes, they were. Okay. Uh-huh. And did they come on a salad or how did they how They were came they? on chopped purple uh, cabbage. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, was I there a sauce got, or anything? Uh there was a romolade on the side. Mhm. Okay. okay. How was okay. Francesca? Were they busy? They weren't, but I I wasn't there till 2 something. Mm, I see. Okay. So uh, I thought you were going to tell me you had crab cakes at the Connor uh, Yaya's comfort food place. No, no, I haven't seen him do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, a good crab cake is hard to beat. It is also yeah. hard to find. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think in that price range, you're looking at... Um, Maybe a good crab cake, but not a great one. Yeah. Uh, Why not? And, you know, coming from the East Coast where we used lump crab meat with special crab meat, but there was always a fair amount of lump thrown in there, mm-hmm. um, it, uh, it, it has spoiled me. You know, I like blue claw crab meat. 
Yeah. I, I think it has a lot more flavor. It does. It does yeah. very, very definitely. But they're all the same, you know. The, the, the crabs that they get on the East yeah. Coast and the yeah. crabs they get here, yeah. they're all the same, same species. Yeah. I mean, I love lump crab meat, but it doesn't have to be in a crab cake. Like, I would like lump crab meat just, like, over fish in an amandine sauce or yeah. tossed in pasta or something. But if you're going to do a crab cake and you're going to do the really, really fancy kind that sticks up mm-hmm. an inch and a half and is about two or three yeah. inches in diameter yeah. and it's seared, you know, like the one at Galatoire's 33. I mean, that's really going to be great, but yeah. it's also going to be really expensive. You don't have to go yeah. that far as far as I'm concerned. I'd be fine and with you know, blue claw. For a long time, I used to go out on Saturday and buy a pound of lump jumbo lump crab meat, and that would be dinner. Yeah, yeah, and and a great right dinner out, at that. I mean, right out of the and it's, Yeah, it's great. Who yeah. doesn't love crab meat? Anyway. Yeah, I got Brazil nuts at. I went back to Trader Joe's again. Yeah. Even during the week, you've got to fight your way through that store. I know. I don't... <laughs> My daughter and I were talking about that just yesterday. We were saying, I can't even tell you the amount of times I drive up to Trader Joe's and just keep mm-hmm. driving. It's like, yeah. I just don't know if I'm up for it. You know what I mean? I mean, I used to, uh, I wouldn't go on weekends because it was just bedlam but it's, it's a even, yeah. even uh-huh. now it's bedlam on weekdays i know <laughs> i think the only time to go is really late at night but honestly it's yeah. like for every time i actually get out and go into trader joe's i probably make three or four trips where i drive up and i go ah, forget about it <laughs> and i yeah. just drive off so, yeah, that does sound great. I understand yeah. totally, Stephen. Okay. And I am an iced tea drinker. Yes. But I can tell you, uh, it used to be Camellia Grill used to charge you for every glass of iced tea. And finally, I knew, yep. I knew the owner, and I said something to him about it, and he gave me a business card that said, Give him free iced teas. And, of course, I ate there on a regular basis. So the waiters knew me, and I didn't have to bring the card out. But, you know, if they refilled your iced tea, they charged you for a second class. And he said it's because people would sit around, and he had limited space, and Uh, people would sit around and drink iced tea. Okay. I see. But Uh, $6 or $7 a glass is a bit ridiculous. I see. Okay. Okay. All right, Stephen, I, I hope that's the end of your list because we're out of time. Yep. Yeah, okay. we've done it again. Thanks. It's Bye-bye. the Food Show. We'll talk to you again in a not-too-distant time. I can guarantee you that. 24 Enjoy hours. Yourself. We'll be back, and it'll be Valentine's Day. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Have a great meal. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.